Welcome. I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. Here I share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. Be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find details about the episodes, plus important links, including the link to the Dogged Planner and Workbook created just for handlers on a mission. So if you're ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey there, and welcome back. Okay, this week we're talking about growing pains. And what I mean by that is as we are in this growth mindset, right? Because we believe that with effort, with attention, we can improve. That's why we're all here. We're listening to this, this podcast, other podcasts, et cetera, get, going to seminars, all the things. We believe that we can improve. So we want to get more knowledge. We want to put ourselves out there, you know, challenge ourselves and keep growing, right? That's really the core of a motivated growth mindset. We want to keep improving. We want to keep getting better. And of course, the opposite of that would be a fixed mindset. Someone that believes they're just, they're just have to deal with the cards they were dealt at birth. They only have X amount of talent. Their dogs are only capable of so much. It's just fixed. It just is. It's just never going to change, right? And some of us are like that some of the times, right? We might have a moment where we walk out of the ring and we're like, oh, you know, with frustration, we're like, I'm never going to get it, you know? And, and that's a moment of, a brief moment of feeling fixed, right? In your mindset, thinking like those I nevers or things just is or are. And so, um, but we're here with a growth mindset. When we show up with a growth mindset, we want to be challenged, right? We want to put ourselves in positions where we where things are harder. We want to get better. We see what other handlers are doing or, or what's possible out there in the world. And we're like, I think I can do that. I have this crazy dream or this goal or just this desire to just see how good I can get. Just to put myself out there and keep putting myself out there f- to see how far I can go. Like, who knows? Like, what's possible for me and my dog, right? And the thing that's crazy about this, and I tell my coaching clients this all the time, and honestly, they don't believe me until it happens to them. So I don't know that I expect you to believe me either. But um, typically what happens when we decide that we want to get better at something, any aspect of our lives, could be work, home, macrame, whatever it is, the universe will serve up some challenges. It kind of, it's, it's almost like, oh, you're ready to get better. You're ready to be stronger, faster, whatever. Here's a challenge. Can you get over this? Can you get through this? How about this? How about this challenge? How about this challenge? And so some days it feels like everything is going wrong or we're taking five steps backward or we're not where we we thought we were. And again, this is why I'm always talking about measuring our progress from a from higher up or from a longer lens, from further back, right? Because if you measure just like the last weekend, you're not going to really see the gains that you're making. You're only going to see or feel the gaps, right? You're only going to feel the gaps in your training or in your progress that you don't think are there. So what I mean by that, all of this is that let's say you want to get better at um, 
obedience and specifically you want to have this really beautiful healing pattern right you watch it you go to trials in the ring you watch it it just looks so darn elegant and you want that you want to get better at that well as soon as we decide we want to get better at that inevitably we're going to feel worse first because we've raised the bar even by just stating that we want to get better we've already said that's my new bar That person I saw in the ring last weekend who just had this beautiful, elegant healing pattern, it was just stunning. Um, And that's, you kind of set that bar for yourself. So now you're taking your skills, which did not change from yesterday to today, but now you're comparing them to that person and suddenly your skills took like 10 steps back. You didn't change. You didn't do anything different. Your skills are exactly the same as they were when you woke up yesterday as when you woke up today. What changed is the bar. What changed is the measurement. What changed is what you are going to hold yourself to. Okay, so that's part one. You didn't get any worse. You just moved the goal, right? You just moved it downfield a little bit more, right? So that's part one. Part two is as you start working toward that beautiful healing pattern and being that elegant handler that you want to be, you're going to be faced with more challenges. Maybe your dog is like, what is this criteria? Like, this is how we're doing this now? Are you changing the game on me? Or you're suddenly really going to be aware of your footwork and your footwork is going to get worse before it gets better, right? Or just everything is going to be just less than it was because you're working on new skills. You're trying to put yourself out there. You're trying to make, do something at another level. Well, we don't just jump there. We don't just teleport to this new level. We don't just become this new handler that we want to be overnight. It takes practice. It takes skills. And most of all, it takes experience and experience getting through these challenges, experience, you know, overcoming these new hurdles that are coming at us. And I also believe, and this is a little maybe more woo-woo <laughs> than, than some, but I also believe that the second we tell the universe that we want to get better at something, the challenges do arrive because now we're getting tested. We're like, they're like, how do you handle this? How are you going to handle this? What about this? Can you do this? And we get to choose how we show up. We can either show up and be like, I don't know, but I'm sure going to try. Or we can go, nope, fetal position, rocking in a corner, can't do it. (laughs) Right? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm going to go back to my, you know, my comfort zone. I'll see you next summer, you know, and we get to decide how we respond. And the thing is, is sometimes that growth journey feels terrible. And that's why I'm calling it growing pains. Because when we choose to level up, we have to go through it. We have to, you know, go through the harder lessons. We have to, we're holding ourselves to a higher standard. So we're going to get beat up a little bit more. We're going to feel, our hearts are going to feel battered and bruised. We're going to put ourselves out there only to be knocked back down. And the problem, well, it's not the problem. The problem for us, I guess, is it is painful, right? And we as humans, really go out of our way to avoid pain. (laughs) We really do. We compartmentalize, we tell ourselves stories, we do spiritual bypassing. I mean, we do a lot of mental gymnastics to avoid feeling pain or to avoid processing it for sure. Okay. So 
I'm saying all of this because growth is messy. And as you start to level up, you are really going to notice challenges or you're going to really notice the lessons that are coming your way that are being put there so that you can overcome, so that you can level up, right? Another example of this, just had this um, with a dear client and um, she wants to be able to go to, you know, bigger events, right? Put herself out there, put herself on a bigger stage. So she did that and it wasn't fun, <laughs> you know? It was not fun. She did not have a fun weekend. We we got to a point where we laughed about it, but basically, you know, she was like, you know, you go out, you have all these expectations or hopes or whatever, and then you you get in your car on Sunday afternoon and you're like, that wasn't fun at all. <laughs> you know, I did not enjoy that. That did not go how I imagined it might. And it's easier to laugh about it now after a coaching session. Um, but the truth is, is that that growth is messy and is painful and sometimes we have to go through it to get to the other side of it. And the thing that she wasn't quite ready to process, but we will, is all the great things that you learn and all the great feedback you get by putting yourself out there. And by out there, I mean like stretching yourself, either entering an event that you weren't quite ready for, you didn't know you were ready for, or going to a bigger trial or a bigger show or putting your dog in a new environment. I was talking to someone this weekend where there was like, you know, her dog had only been doing one ring agility trials and she went to a two ring agility trial where the, the ring was really open. It was like the two rings were in the center of a really big soccer complex. So there was a lot for the dog to pay attention to. And so she was like, I don't know how it's gonna go. And it actually went for her, it went better than expected but it could have just as easily gone worse than she expected, okay? So when we're going through these moments, I don't want you to take these, um, I, you know, I hate using the word failures, but I don't want you to take these setbacks there as, as permanent or as some indicator that you're not good enough or that you weren't ready to go to this event or that you aren't the handler you thought or that you should, God forbid, give up please don't take it as giving up. We need to see these challenges as gifts and they will not feel that way. <laughs> I promise you, they will not feel like a gift. They're going to feel more like a black eye, okay? But the gift is the feedback. The gift is the putting yourself out there, the getting the experience, the getting stronger, the putting yourself in a big environment, for instance, and realizing all that you have to learn. Or putting yourself in a big environment and realizing like, you know what? Actually, 80% of that was way better than I expected. I only need to work on this 20%. And actually, half of that is really just variable stuff that I can't really do anything about anyway, right? Or for instance, you go to a big agility event and you're like, yeah, those courses took my lunch money. And you're like, so I've got the courses. I'm going to go home and set them up because that's not going to happen again. I'm going to be prepared. So there's feedback, there's lessons, there's learning, and there's the experience that you get. In, in, in the horses, we always called it miles, right? You just get miles. And so much of our mindset journey and our dog sport journey is just getting miles. The dog needs to walk into the ring just 
a hundred times. You need to walk into the ring a hundred times. You just need the experience and the miles and the doing it and the working on your mental tools and working on your handling skills and just putting them into practice again and again. We can do a lot from the couch, right? When it comes to visualizing and mental practicing and things like that. But most of, or a lot of what we do really needs to happen, you know, tennis shoes on the ground, you know, leash in hand and it happens in the doing. And it's not all green ribbons and cues, right? It is, you know, sometimes getting knocked back and sometimes learning those lessons the hard way. And not the hard way. It's not, it's just learning those lessons in the moment, right? Learning those lessons by doing. And that's really what a lot of it is about. All right. So what I want to do on the back end of this, after this quick break, I want to talk about some of the ways that you can work through these moments and not bypass them and not like think like, oh, I'm not allowed to like feel feelings about it. I don't want you to bypass them, but I do want you to process them and learn to process them quickly so that you can get back into the present moment and get back into the ring because maybe you've got multiple runs in a day or something like that. All right. So a quick break and I'll be right back. Okay. I have a quick question for you. Have you ever thought about coaching? Because one-on-one coaching lets us dive into your specific challenges and create tailored solutions. Because at the end of the day, no one has your exact challenges, and we all know that everyone has different goals. So through coaching, you'll get that breakthrough faster, basically. And I know it's true because I see it in my clients week after week. So if you're ready to take your mental game to the next level, let's chat. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so let's say that we've got a couple of runs in a day and we need to reset in between, right? We need to get our minds back and we need to reset after a shortcoming, a setback of, you're going to call it a failure. I'm trying not to call it that, right? An NQ, okay? We're going to come back from an NQ. Or maybe we queued, but we just really hated the run, okay? So one of the things we need to do is that before we reach for our shiny, fabulous, you know, mindset tools, we need to really know what it is that we're coming back from, okay? Because too often I see people come back to me and they're like, I'm using my tools, I'm da-da-da-da-da, but they haven't really processed what was wrong. So in a weird sense, they're like running around with a hammer without knowing what it is that they're fixing, Okay, so we need to first understand what it is that is upsetting or what it is that just knocked you on your butt or, you know, what it is that just caused the NQ. Like, what is going on? Because we can't fix it, we can't overcome it, we can't learn from it, and we certainly can't grab the right tool if we don't know what it is that we're upset about or that just happened. So the first thing we need to do, even in a quick moment, right, even if it's just going back to your crate for a second and standing there alone and really thinking about it or going out to your car and having a moment just alone or taking a walk or whatever, giving yourself some space to think is definitely step one. And then with that space, you're going to think about what just happened. And I don't mean you need to watch the video again and you need to dissect it or you need to really comb through it. Just enough to understand like what happened, like just what happened. And is it something that was catastrophic 
Or is it something that you can learn from? Like, what is it? Okay, just what is it? And if you have the time, go into, you know, the whys and ask yourself why you're so upset about it or why this is such a big deal or why this is really getting to you. Okay. Why was this a cha- was this a challenge you weren't ready for or surprised you or your you weren't your handling wasn't ready or your dog surprised you or something happened in the ring? Like what was it? Why is this so upsetting? What's got you? What what triggered you? Right? Because sometimes uh, an NQ can be very triggering depending on what happened in the ring. So we need to know that first because otherwise we don't know what we're fixing, right? How do you know what tool to pull out if you don't know what it is that you're upset about? So that is important. And I feel like because no one really wants to feel the pain of it and they just want to like skip over to that part where they just get back in the game and get back to normal. But you kind of need to know what it is first. So don't skip it. I'm not saying you have to process it for two hours at the trial in your car, like, you know, and run out to the store and get that pint of Ben and Jerry's that you can crawl on the bottom of. That's for later. (laughs) Okay. But you need to know enough so that you can go like, hey, I know what to do with this information. And honestly, that's what it is. It's just information. It's just data. We give it all of this meaning when we attach all of this emotion to it. So, we can walk in the ring, we can make a mistake, our dogs can make a mistake, we NQ, we come out of the ring. Those are facts, okay? Cold hard facts, right? They have no emotion. We add the emotion. And when we add the emotion of, oh my God, I thought I was ready. I thought my dog was ready. I can't believe that happened. That was a terrible call by the judge. Um, I can't believe that woman brought a crying baby into the obedience ring. Like, oh my God, this is terrible. I, I don't know what I'm, you know, I, what am I going to do tomorrow? Da, da, da. That's emotion. All of that is emotion. The facts are a mistake was made. You didn't cue. Everything else is emotion. And when we add that emotion and we really let that emotion churn for a little bit, we start to give that mistake a lot of meaning. You know, it means I'm a bad handler. It means my dog won't ever be, you know, the, the dog I thought he was going to be. It means that that judge is stupid. It means that, you know, that lady with the screaming kid is, you know, is an idiot, right? It just, it, those are all meanings that we then assign to this factual thing that happened. Another handler might come out of the ring and go, oh, darn it. You know, I made a mistake there. I, I, w- I just guess I wasn't really prepared for that, whatever. And um, okay, good information. I need to write that down. I need to make sure that I don't do that again, because then what happened was, is my dog reacted to me sort of, rea- okay, I got it right? Very different, very different ways to sort through that. And that's hard. It's really hard to get to that point. We are emotional beings. We have emotional responses to things. We get triggered by things, right? If dog makes a mistake that they also made before, you might think, oh my God, it's doomsday. You know, I'm going to keep making these mistakes all the time. This is just what's going to happen, etc. So we can get into that spiral very quickly. It's emotion that's leading us there. So what we want to do first is get a handle of that. Look at the facts and just say, what is it that is getting me? Once we know that, now we know what to do with it. For me, I find that for most of my clients as well, 
just knowing what it is that we're so upset about diffuses more than 50% of it right? Because we start to get the emotion peeled out of it. We start to really understand what's underneath it. We start to really understand why it's so upsetting. And now we can start to get our emotions a little more under control and let us refocus on our process goals. Let us refocus on the things we have to do next. And then we can even go so far as to start to look at what we can learn from those moments, what we can get out of it, what we can use as fuel for next time, and what we can do better. So that is the kind of way to do that. And and it's a, and I'm going through it quickly because we have to go through it quickly at a trial, especially if we're running again, a second run in a day, or maybe we just have to turn around the next day and come back, you know, depending if it was maybe an obedience thing, there's only one run a day. We've got to be able to reset and refocus. Once we have a little time from the trial, like say maybe the following Monday, then we can really sit down with it and go through it in more detail. And, you know, if we have to make a list of like all the things that we think went wrong just to get it thrown up on paper, great. Get it out of your system, right? Process it, go through it, dissect it, do what you need to do. But then I want you to turn around and make another list of all of the things that went right and all of the things that you learned, Because we're always learning. We're always getting feedback in the ring. Even if we have a perfect run, we're learning about our dogs. We're learning how to be great teammates. We're learning how to walk in the ring and execute. Maybe we learned that, gosh, that that ritual I put together really was working. My dog was really ready to go from, you know, the car to the gate or the crate to the gate, right? My dog was really prepared. That was awesome, right? Or you know what, this other thing happened and it threw off our ritual and that threw off my game and it got me sort of discombobulated. And then the, the gate called us in sooner than I expected. Like it all went, it all went wild after that. That's feedback. So when we can start to pull out some of the emotion, we can start to see things as feedback, but we can't pull out the emotion until we've probably processed it. Otherwise it keeps creeping back in, right? So emotions are tricky. (laughs) That's the sum, right? Emotions are tricky. Um, They are helpful to show us where our attention needs to go and what's upsetting us, right, is where our attention needs to flow to so that we can do something about it. But at the same time, we have to be able to peel away the emotion to really see the truth about the moment and really see the data that's underneath and then zoom out and really see are we making the progress? Is this just a growing pain? Are we being presented with challenges? Are we putting ourselves in, you know, in between ourselves and other challenges so that we can level up and get better and improve? Okay. So all of that is messy and all of that is true (laughs) and happens in our journeys to improve. And it's part of the game. So the other thing is I don't want you shying away from uncomfortable situations. I don't want you not to enter the big trial or, you know, go to the new venue or I don't want you to not put yourself out there into new environments because that's how we learn and we get better. And quite frankly, most of the time we find that we do better than we thought we would, right? That most of the fears that we have don't come true. 
that we, you know, even in a weekend where we think, oh my God, I just felt like so underwater the whole weekend. I just felt like I was the only one who didn't know what was happening. You know, even in those weekends, there are moments where you're like, yeah, there's glimmers. Like this is happening. This is going to happen for me. We're getting better. We aren't where we used to be. So this is all to remind you that you are going to feel these growing pains. I don't have any other way to say it because they are painful and it does happen when we put ourselves in our growth mindset and we choose to put ourselves in a growth zone and push ourselves. Whenever we push ourselves, the world is going to push back and it's going to give us challenges and it's going to give us things to overcome and it's going to say to you, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to put up with these up and downs, these roller coasters, these harder challenges, the fact that you moved the bar higher now and now you're going for this this bigger, better, harder, cooler thing. Like how bad do you want it? So every time we push, expect the pushback, right? There's probably a law of physics for that. I'm sure there is. Um, But it's energy that we're putting out there. It's energy that's going to come back to us. It's energy that's saying, yeah, how bad do you want it? And it's going to test us. And to know that those tests are coming, I think are almost good because you know that like, all right, I'm ready to level up. And so I know that the challenges are going to be bigger. I know that the stakes are going to be higher bar is going to be higher, you know, whatever the metaphor is that you want to throw at it, it's going to be harder. And the question is, is are you ready for that? And so I gave you a way to kind of work through and get yourself, your mindset back to that other side more quickly. And I think that, you know, again, I've talked about this before. I think that being resilient is one of the most important mindset tools that we can have. Because as we continue to put ourselves out there, every once in a while, we're going to get a black eye out of it, right? And so to know that is to know that like, okay, I'm ready for it. I can do this. I'm resilient enough. I can handle this. I can do that. And that's mindset. But mindset doesn't just mean glossing over the hard stuff and ignoring it and just moving on in a pain-free way. It means processing, getting the lesson, getting the feedback, applying those as necessary, and putting those in your toolbox for some other rainy day. Okay? So not to be depressing, but if you are on this growth journey, you're going to get knocked down sometimes. Okay? That's part of it. It isn't all, you know, rainbows and unicorns from here on out. But hopefully you're getting some of the tools to understand and the perspectives to understand what to do when that happens and to know that it doesn't mean you're a bad handler. It's not the end of the world. You don't need to jump to catastrophic thinking. It's just the universe pushing back and saying, great, you're ready to level up. Here's the next challenge. How do you do with this? Here's another challenge. What happens when this happens? And then by going through all of these challenges, think of all of ones you've already been through, right? So when we go through all these challenges, we just get stronger, we get more resilient, we get more capable, we get more experiences, and we get more ready, right, for the next time that we walk into the ring, okay? So I hope 
this helps you shift your perspective. I hope this helps you almost embrace the challenges. And the next time you get kind of thrown off course or you get hit with something harder or you have to endure a, you know, a streak of NQs or, or something like that, you just step back, you look at your progress through a much bigger, wider time lens, right? Just like months or, or a year. And you say like, oh, I see what you're doing, universe. You're challenging me. Okay, I got you. Let's go. All right. Shift that perspective. Get back into your good mindset. Get back into that present moment and know that you asked to level up. So the universe is going to make it happen. Okay. All right. Enjoy that, you know, I guess, tough talk, (laughs) I guess, this week. Um, But don't let it get you down. Let it inspire you and continue to look for inspiration in other handlers and just say, yeah, I know what I'm going for here. And I know it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth the battle and I'm ready for it. Okay. And in the meantime, whatever you're doing this week with your dogs, I hope you have a fantastic time. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. Check out my Dogged Planner workbook and journal available on Amazon. Just search for Dogged Planner. I also offer monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out all the ways you can work on your mindset. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. Finally, please share, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.